Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Chat About It. Um, I'm super fucking excited for this episode of this podcast because I have someone super cool and special and interesting. I have Wyatt Early of Leaf Magazine in Maryland Leaf here. And we've actually been friends for um, at least three or four years now. And I think he is a great person to speak with about the industry and about his experiences and other very juicy things. So Wyatt, please tell me a bit about Marilyn Leaf and then we'll get into you a bit. Yeah, Marilyn Leaf is uh, something that my dad and I brought to Maryland after uh, him and the founder of Leaf Magazines, Wes Abney. Uh, they met up in Washington actually on their podcast, which is called Leaf Life. Um, and they sort of were, you know, a light bulb went off in my dad's brain because he's a printer. He's been a printer. He's a third generation. I'm a fourth generation printer. So he brought it over here sort of gave gave me an opportunity to create something here in Maryland uh, with this magazine and create a community around it. And it's been four years and wild ride, ups and downs, and we're super happy to be here and seen a lot of support from the patients and the uh, companies that are in this community. I love it. I think what I think um, is most interesting about Leaf is the fact that you guys have... Um, articles about the patients and also articles written by patients and written by like everyday people. So um, I, that's the reason why I like it at least. So let's talk a bit more about that. The articles are written by real people about real people, correct? Yeah. So uh, all of our, all of our people that write for us are, um, they're all patients or they all smoke weed and they, you know, there are people that know about what they're writing about. So we hire connoisseurs, we hire advocates we hire people that are deeply invested in the cannabis industry, specifically here in Maryland, so that you know they know what the hell they're talking about. We don't want anyone to uh, to be objectively speaking on products or people that they're not friends with or they haven't met with and actually done an interview about. I love it. Um, I've actually written for Maryland Leaf. I forgot about that. <laughs> you did write for Maryland Leaf. You wrote a story on Remedy way, way back when. That was oh, in our early days. Oh my god, yeah, that was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah I've always loved Maryland Leaf. We've been, like I said, we've been friends for a while. So yeah, we probably met at that at a Spark event or something. I don't <gasps> oh, really know. Yeah. I don't think either of us can pinpoint where, but no. we were both smoking weed and. Mm-hmm. meshed in on some weed it kind of happened that's my favorite <laughs> part about the industry is all the people that i've met oh what's your favorite part about working in the industry um i think you know the people are great in the industry it's really created a lot of avenues for me and in, in all different worlds you know friendship I've, I've made so many good friends that i've that i've met in this industry um and it's and that's where you really make genuine connections you know whether it's in a, on a friendship level or a business level or ideally both you know you guys become friends and then you guys start seeing how you can have synergies and help each other. So like, you know, we, that's what we want to do in Maryland is like help people out. And, and if we can do that and, they, and we're having a, a great relationship with these companies and people, you know, it's, it's just how accepting everyone's been is probably my favorite part. So we came in, we came out of the market. We just dropped our magazines in the stores. It's a free magazine. So, you know, any dispensary in yes. the entire state of Maryland, 
as well as every doctor's office in the state of Maryland, it receives our magazine. So, oh my gosh, um, how could I forget to mention that this, this magazine is free and it free. is very easy to find. If you are in Maryland, I promise you, if you have not noticed it, now that you've heard this podcast, you're going to see it everywhere that you go because yeah, it's everywhere. Ask me. They're like, they're like, can you just take them? I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to take them. I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, we should maybe we should make the word free a little bit bigger on the front mm-hmm. cover. But, yeah, definitely. You know, dispensaries run through them really fast. We give anywhere from 50 to 500 some companies or some dispensaries get around a thousand copies and they give them out in five days awesome so it depends awesome. what they're doing oh yeah i did a booth for you guys recently and um we had like maybe like a hundred magazines maybe and they were gone um like almost immediately like one like an hour and a half or two hours into the event um and it was really cool um so yeah i think it's interesting that maryland leaf is so successful because i feel like most cannabis publications have like closed up or do digital but you guys are in print and you guys are going really strong i think that's really cool why do you think that is so i mean you said it you know we're one of the only guys that are still printing and we you know we print over a hundred thousand copies every month that we do give for free to uh 13 different states so maryland leaf is just a part of leaf magazines it's actually the third newest um, of our markets mm-hmm. and you know we've got Oregon leaf Northwest leaf covers Washington State California leaf uh, Northeast leaf and uh, that covers everywhere from Maine to New York so you know we're all over the country Ooh, have you been to New York yet since um oh sorry I'm not gonna interrupt continue your statement no that's it that's okay it. I was that's what no, I was hoping that's for it. No, that's it we finished in New York and that and Alaska as well but that mm-hmm. Alaska is an, an interesting market because it's Alaska but we love the people oh there too. talk about the Alaska market I I wish I could elaborate more but you know we're we're supposed to do a trip a group fishing trip this year uh to go ice fishing for salmon or salmon fishing or ice fishing one of the two i don't really know but i like fishing so oh that's gonna be um but we're gonna we're gonna check out the market there it's definitely it's alaska you know so it's gonna be a lot different it's gonna be more like a final frontier kind of market Mm -hmm. than anything we're used to oh what's your favorite travel place that weed has taken you or the industry has taken you? uh so we you know i love oregon it's an interesting place i mean yep. i try to go to portland and sort of get out of portland and then go to other parts of oregon quickly mm-hmm. because portland's an, a weird city but it is it's, weird. it's very beautiful you can be in oregon uh going on a hike or you can be walking taking an atv through the sand dunes and come over a sand dune and be at the ocean and it's just you know something that i've never experienced in any other state there's mountains and beaches right next to each other and on top of each other True. it's unbelievable True. Oh, also, how could we forget? What are um, we smoking on today? What are you doing? Uh, we are smoking some solventless hash rosin from the homies Melty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melty Manufacturing at Melty.mfg on Instagram. Um, it's a homies new project he's working on, and we're really excited to see where it goes. Uh, they're making some really quality solventless extracts. If you don't know what solventless extracts are, you need to get on board and at least try it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's hash oil that's never had any chemicals touch it ever, to, to be short. That's a dummy's version of it. Yes, so that's much we'll, more we'll simple. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, and then what strain is it? Um, so they actually have some really, really proper genetics. Uh, one of the strains is called Double D's. It's GMO crossed with Tina. And then we've got the uh, Joy of Missing Out, which is Sugar Shack GMO. And if you've never heard of Sugar Shack, I will once again let you guys do some research on that because that is an absolutely incredible and highly sought after strain. Mm, Okay, I'm definitely going to need a little 
a little scoop of yeah, that. Yeah, we need to set you up here in a minute. He, he, he. Oh, yeah, we're definitely about to get a little lit. Well, we're already fried. <laughs> <laughs> but more fried. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe, I don't know. I've traveled a lot for weed, and I think... Uh, I think Oregon might have the best weed. What do you think? I don't know. California is uh, pretty... In terms of flower. Yeah, I, I would say that every time I go to Oregon, I'm blown the fuck away yeah. by the weed that's there. It's so well cured, and it's got such a nice moisture content, and on top of it, obviously, being incredibly tasty and delicious and gets you super stoned, but... I don't know. It's something about that that uh, moisture weed is something that we might be missing a little bit in Maryland because of our climate here. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be something that will sort of get ironed out over time. But um, Oregon, I would agree. Oregon has some of the best weed available. Um, same with California. You know, it's it's sort of people sort of talk shit on California's market right now. But every time I smoke some weed that's from California or if we've ever been out there. Um, it's, it's the same, same story as Oregon, you know, very good moisture content, a lot of good OGs, a lot of ocean grown weed out in California. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that Colorado, I think has the best concentrate though. Yeah. Um, I would say that 710 labs is probably among my favorite concentrates and 100%. they started out, um, their dispensary in, in Boulder, I think it was called the greenest green. And uh, we used to go in there like way, way early on in my weed smoking days. And we were buying like live resin and stuff from 710 Labs. Um, And it was, you know, that was some of the best stuff I've ever smoked. I mean, Lemon G13 from 710 Labs is something that I will never, I've never found anywhere else. And I'm dying to smoke again. I haven't gotten uncomfortably high that many times in my life, but the (laughs) couple of times I have, I was um, dabbing 710 Labs. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I've never told anybody that. Oh, my gosh. It's some some real deal stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again, if you haven't checked out 710 Labs, give them a follow and check them out. You got to get it on the West Coast, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I think my following's pretty tapped in. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're talking about things and not like in a nerdy way and just like talking casually because yeah. everyone everyone knows what's going on. That's what's up. Um. Okay. Well, let's stop being cute though. Let's get into the juicy stuff. Let's talk a little shit. Let's get a little personal. Okay. Not personal. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop. So, what do you think is the biggest struggle of working in this industry? Or I guess we're kind of like industry adjacent. We kind of work in like the more casual parts. We don't work with things that involve the law we do like marketing and yeah photography yeah so what do you think is the biggest struggle of working in this industry from that aspect or from so, that lens like you said we're big in the in the marketing advertising space you know that's the only way that um leaf magazines is able to print is with the support of companies so you know we've seen a, a huge amount of support in maryland from all of the companies that are operating here but I'd say that's like the biggest struggle nationwide and, and you know, occasionally in Maryland is there are a lot of companies that um, people have like some sort of agenda or something or, you know, they want to get a story out of you. Because like I said, we, you know, we don't do any, we don't do paid stories in the magazine. It's all, it's all written organically. So oh. companies want to pay us for stories and we won't accept that. Um, but we'll gladly write about them with or without advertising money, of course, you know. <laughs> oh, of course. But then, you, you know, know. It's got to get printed somehow. Right. But buying an advertisement um, can be like pulling teeth with, with certain companies, you mm. know. And, and like I said, Maryland's been really good to us. We've seen a lot of support. And it's changed my life, you know, the Maryland Magazine. It's t- totally given me a job that I'm like super happy and excited about. 
But um, yeah, you know, that's just something that you gotta you gotta keep grinding towards. If if you're seeing a struggle with with not doing your jo- you know your job well enough, then you just gotta work harder, right? Dude, seriously, I think the struggle is running people down for their invoices for sure. Yeah, there's been a lot of payment issues with with um, with companies in all over the all over the country. I mean, you know, it's oh a hundred percent when it's you know amounts of money that is anything over a couple hundred bucks, then you know it turns into something where it's a little bit of an issue, and I've heard stories of you know uh companies not or vendors not being paid by dispensaries and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it, you know it happens you know there's definitely the some dark sides that, that people probably don't know about <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm sure people assume like you said your people are tapped in oh yeah no people yeah. definitely know um let's talk about some grows real quick because i think people definitely love talking about grows i think um your audience loves reading about them and learning more about them i think they're probably also my favorite part um that make me want to stay in the industry what has been a growth that's been standing out to you lately and where have you gone most recently um yeah so like i think that like all the grows sort of have unique features to them and or at least some of the grows have really unique features to them that sort of set them apart on their own Evermore is in an area where you would not expect a grow to ever be located. You know, it's a small little neighborhood, and then there's just a grow sandwiched in there. Not going to blow up their spot and tell everybody where it's at. Oh, but, for sure not. Um, but it's really, it's really something uh, unique to see a, to see a little tiny, um, you know, neighborhood grow, and it's and it's small. You know, they're producing really craft cannabis there, and then you have grows like um, SunMed, which are like just so large and they blow your mind when you see it because you're like holy crap somebody can actually grow this much weed Mm -hmm. and uh sunmed's putting out quality stuff i mean everybody on the maryland market i'm sure agrees that over the past few years sunmed has consistently stepped it up time and time again bro they used to call it sunmids that's that's what i heard they they used to call it sunmids yeah i've heard that before and uh i don't know people are loving their concentrates uh, their flower. They got the cookies contract to grow mixed light cookies. So um, really, that's who's growing the the mixed light oh. cookies is SunMed. Juicy. Wait, really? What are they still with Colta? Uh, Colta grows the indoor uh, of cookies, and and then SunMed Sun grows the outdoor. The, uh, you know, mixed light. It's not really outdoor. So if you've ever been to SunMed or seen pictures, it's basically steel walls surrounding. Uh, multiple hundred thousand square foot grow with several different rooms they have mother rooms they have you know they have some indoor places for the mothers and then they've got you know just endless endless amounts of flower space so you know they've got their processing license now too and they're they're putting out a ton of crazy oil and it's all in-house so they're in complete control of everything they make oh i gotta get into something yeah i'm gonna try and see win a golden ticket they're doing that golden ticket thing right now Oh, what the fuck what are you You talking about you can win a a tour at their at their facility with i could think i don't know exactly the full details no no free clout no free clout sunmed i know you're listening hit me up shout out aaron from sunmed all right um okay let's uh Sorry, guys. I'm fried. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some negatives of working in the industry. But I would definitely say the money is really the worst part. But I wanted to know what the biggest struggle of Maryland Leaf is in particular for you. So, you know, it's uh, 
consistently finding new and, and exciting things to write about that are relevant to the people in Maryland. So we want to always have like a highly localized magazine that people give a shit about because it's their friends are in it, their coworkers, their family members, their sons and daughters are in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's a small market here. We've got, what, 16, 15, 16 grows operating in the state of Maryland? Yeah, maybe that much. And I think there's a new grow, isn't there? There is a new... There's not a new grow. There's a new flower company, Isana. Uh-huh. Um, it's being grown by... Wait, stop. No free clout. Pause, yeah, no free pause. pause. All right, and Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So, um, what were you talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, we were saying the struggle... Yeah, the struggles is that it's a small market. Um, yes. There's, you know, there's only so many times you can go and visit a grow and write a story about it. So within, within 13, 14 months of starting the magazine, we'd visited every grow in the state of Maryland. And then at that point, it's, a, it's like, all right, we need to come up with a new story other than uh, Grow of the Month or, or something like that. So we do national spreads in our magazine that we cover, like things that would be relevant to people all over the country, whether it's like somebody that founded or founded a strain that they made or, you know, staple strains that people brought to bigger markets, things like that. Um, what's, where have you been to recently? I went to uh, True Leaves Grow in Hancock, which is a tiny, tiny little town. Um, it, it's really also incredible that they put a grow there because, you know, they employed, they employed so many people from that town and like the true leaf, the true leaf, the big guys. Okay. You're going to be surprised when I tell you true leaf is not as big of a grow as you would think, Shut right? The fuck up. You're going to no think they're, they've got the multiple hundred thousand square feet, right? But mm-hmm. they've got, I think probably a 30 or 40,000 square foot grow. They've got pretty like decently small sized grow rooms compared to some of the massive ones that I've mm-hmm. seen, and everything in there. I mean, I'm walking through there and it's like Candyland. You know, yeah. everything smelled so good. I've been seeing the things that they've been putting out. You know, the KK just dropped, so they're they're actually that stuff is really nice. Whis- whiskey name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And Anyways. They, they've been, you know, they've been doing their thing and the people there actually really care about cannabis. So, um, I don't know, they're they're definitely on track to, to keep kind of controlling their position in the market, I think, because their grow is, is on point. Mm, okay. I know True Leaf is like a big deal. I've never had True Leaf flower, nor do I really know much about them. Yeah, I just know that like I mean, they're the big know, dog. People, people will say what they will, given it's the biggest weed company in the world. Exactly. However... Having a smaller grow than some of the companies here that aren't the biggest weed companies in the world, I think, kind of speaks for itself in the fact that they're not just trying to mass market things as much as you would expect a brand like that to. They've got a local feel. Mm, okay. In terms of weed, mm. you like flower recently, right? I'm a, I've been on a flower kick recently. Yeah, I've been smoking a lot of good flower. Um, I used to dab a lot harder. Uh, and I don't know, I just sort of, I think it's a time thing, been, been super busy lately and just wanting to like have, have a quick rip is, is easier than like sitting down and dabbing. Cause when I take dabs, I want to take like a few and like try a few different flavors out during, have a little session every time, you know, okay. part of the ritual. Do you like drugs? You guys talk about mushrooms and stuff a lot. I like psychedelic drugs. Yeah, I like psychedelics. Um, hard, hard subject change. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. I like I like psychedelics. I strongly believe in in the medicinal properties of psychedelics. To be more specific, you know, I think microdosing 
Um, I've seen it change people's lives. You can go from you can go from being different. You're not going to do this every time, and I'm, you know, I'm not making any claims here. But you know, I've seen people go from being seriously depressed and and not enjoying their lives at all, and taking a very small amount of psilocybin mushrooms every morning, uh, to turning their lives around and being extremely successful and happy. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you while you were under the influence of psychedelics? Um, I ate some acid in Colorado at Red Rocks during a Disco Biscuits concert. Okay, sounds great. What, uh, what could have happened? It was an amazing time. <laughs> it's just that, you know, after a certain amount of time, I was feeling very spun. And, true, uh, and true. I was, you know, thinking it's a little bit, it's been, it's been hours, you know what I mean? I don't know why I'm still feeling so spun. So I don't know. I haven't messed with acid in a while. Um, it's, you know, it's something that's very introspective and it's a bigger commitment. I'd, I'd rather sort of eat mushrooms, I think, and eat a very mm -hmm. small amount and just sort of get that same introspective feel without having a big, long commitment. What's your favorite drug like the favorite one that you've ever done that well, you feel comfortable saying other on a than podcast. weed of course uh, of right? course you know weed um, is the best one so i think course. that uh i think psilocybin would be my favorite drug Duh, because it's, it's sure. something that's like i don't want to say approachable because it still is a very serious thing to to you know put into your body and i don't recommend anyone do it that's not like fully aware that they're that they're mentally ready for that um, because it's it's going to make you think, and everybody sort of wants to get something different out of psychedelic drugs. So if you're looking to have a crazy introspective trip, then you know you you got to really think about hunker down and think about like what you what you're going to feel like and if you're ready for that or not. But psilocybin is something that I think uh, is going to be viewed is starting to be viewed now how cannabis was viewed in the past. Mm -hmm. so oh yeah, definitely. People, people used to think of cannabis, you know, reefer madness days, that kind of thing, you know. And we've, we're starting to see legalization across the country for psychedelics, specifically psilocybin. I feel like one day we're going to be seeing like soccer moms doing mushroom gummies, like they do weed gummies now. <laughs> I hate calling them soccer moms because everyone smokes weed, but you guys hey. know what I mean when I say that. Hey, you, know. <laughs> you might be a soccer mom one day eating mm -hmm. mushroom gummies. Oh, I, I'm not a soccer mom, but I will be high at <laughs> soccer games eating gummies, 100% now. I'll be there, you know, for my nieces and nephews. How about mm -hmm. that? But mm -hmm. I'll 100% be that person for sure. Um, dude, um, what was, oh my God, guys, I'm so fried. We've been smoking a lot of weed. I think we're going to smoke some more in secret time. Time. We actually recorded like 15 minutes of this before, but it wasn't the way that I wanted it to be um, in terms of the audio. So um, that might be why we might have repeated something. Um, either way, I know that we haven't talked about who you are, the man behind the magazine. Everyone knows about, you know, you who works in the industry, but I know a lot of listeners um, haven't met you and don't really know, like, who is this guy? You know, what are your hobbies? I know you're into, like, fashion and snowboarding and cooking. So. Oh, yeah. Those, you, you nailed it. So, like, I'm sure that's all derived from my Instagram stories, right? I'm always posting mm -hmm. about food and stuff like that. Um, I love to cook. You know, my mom and my dad both cooked a lot growing up. So mm -hmm. I, I always had this sort of fire in me to cook. And then getting older as I was able to start going to some nicer restaurants and actually checking out some high quality food that's, you know, everywhere from from a Mexican taco shack to the most pretentious restaurant you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I love all of that stuff. So food, 
Um, snowboarding. I've been snowboarding since I was eight years old, so 20 years. As of this year, I'm 28 now. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're, like, young. But, like, we're, like, we're the, are we, we're like the new adults. We're I feel like we're in... Yet. I know to say. I'm just saying, I feel like we're officially at an adult age. Yeah, like, you yeah. know. It's time, it's time to start focusing on our on our health more than we ever had to, right? Oh. We're not 21 anymore. Oh, yeah. I heard you're doing 75 hard. I am doing 75 hard are right you now. Real? After much, much convincing. So uh, Who my, convinced you? I have to know. So my brother has done 75 <laughs> hard once. Um, he did live hard after, which is a 30-day thing, and he did that three times in a row. So he did um, 75, 105, 165 days. So nearly half a year of 75 hard. Which is? Which is uh, it's, you have to work out twice a day, 45 minutes each workout. One of them has to be outside, which kind of sucks right now because it's 28 degrees this morning and Mm -hmm. I rode my bike over to this podcast Mm -hmm. so I could get my workout in. Um, You have to drink a gallon of water every day, read 10 pages of a book. You have to stay on a diet. It doesn't have to be any particular diet, but I would say if you want to do it, you probably should be on a strict diet, right? Because you're going to get the most out of it that way. So I'm only eating like whole foods i'm not eating and i don't mean the place i mean like just straight up whole foods like (laughs) eggs turkey bacon meat potatoes you know uh vegetables and uh in addition to that you just you can't eat any cheat meals so you know 75 days of your life there's no cheat meals there's no cheat meals i totally forgot that i totally forgot that you can't well you know i guess if you built a cheat meal into your diet but you're not supposed to do that right i think that like 75 soft is something like that i saw somebody was just telling me about that Mm -hmm. um a girl that i'm seeing was just telling me her friend was posting about doing 75 soft and uh, we were just kind of laughing about it because it's, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to do it, right? And I, so Eugene Monroe as well, I'm sure many of the listeners have heard of him. He's a pretty influential person in the, in the industry here. And uh, he, um, he kind of convinced me, he wanted me to do a full year of 75 hard because he's doing it. Or he didn't, you know, he, didn't, he didn't want me to do it, but he's sort of no. saying you should do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh I'm like, man, you know, trying to look cool. He's a retired Ravens player, Eugene. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to like look super cool in front of him. I'm like, man, maybe I'll do it. And then started talking about 75 hard. And my brother's like, all right, man, it's time to really do it. And I, it's been seven days. And I can't lie. I feel I feel more in like in tune with my body than I have in years. And my me- my mental is so clear. I'm feeling happier because of all the serotonin I'm producing from all this working out. And... I'm going to sleep early and waking up early and just having more productive days. So mm-hmm. it's been seven days. I got ten. I got to do this ten more times. <laughs> if you can do seventy-five hard, I'll do it. All right. If you can do it, I'll All do right, it. Well, I, I, I'll do I'll, it. I'll 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 hold you to that, mm-hmm. okay? Because I'm I like when I have set my mind to something, I will not fail, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna let myself fail. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I was gonna I'll eat do one it. of these edibles, but I can't because I'm not allowed to have any sugar. Oh my god, I just like slickly You almost up. just literally oh failed my, my 75 hard so with an edible. Not me sabotaging both of <laughs> that's us. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> that's no, funny I haven't shit. eaten any sugar. And, no and, sugar. And oh, that's probably awesome. You probably feel great. And no alcohol. I forgot to mention, you cannot drink any alcohol oh my the god. entire time. Yeah, you, do you probably feel amazing. I didn't mention that because, you know, I, I drink socially. I drink when I go over to my family's house and have dinner and stuff. And when I go out to meals or cook cook at home but i don't really think about drinking in a way that it's like i have to stop drinking for this challenge you know what i mean dude you're gonna be ripped you're gonna I, feel so that's good that's the goal i mean I, you know i think more so than being like 
in really, really good shape, which it's not, it's going to take more than 75 days to be like actually in, in amazing shape. You know, I'll be in the best shape of my life probably, but to get in like amazing shape is going to take more than 75 days. But I started feeling like comfortable, you know, like the magazine's doing well. We're having, we're having a good amount of advertisers and I start to get too comfortable. It's time to make myself uncomfortable so we can take business mm-hmm. to the next level. And that oh, was yeah. really what Eugene put into my brain he's like dude don't you want to take your business to the next level this is going to be the only way you're going to do it and i saw that as as being true he's so right the way that like the gym or the way that fitness makes you apply it to other aspects of your life is crazy and it sucks because gym bros are always like you know the gym teaches you and they're kind (laughs) of they kind of say like in a douchey way but like it does teach you because when you see what discipline over time does you're like damn you kind of like do end up like doing shit and improving yeah and then you apply it more to everything once i started like losing weight and shit and going to the gym i was like hell yeah like i can just do this for everything so yeah that's definitely super cool yeah but, i agree that's that's like the biggest aspect to me is, is just changing up my mental you know that's a, like you get 75 hard you're not they're not just saying your muscles are going to get hard they're saying you're mentally going to get hard mm, oh and that's that's what i need to do we should have done a podcast on mushrooms Mm. We can always do it later. We're yeah, later. yeah. Episode. No. We'll come back in in some episodes and mm-hmm. do that one. I should have a whole season where every person that I interview is on mushrooms. <laughs> um, babe, will you write that down for me? Like legitimately, because I'm, really I'm going to forget idea. that. Write that Actually, I'm going to I'm going to type it up right now. Oh, sorry, you guys are going to hear some clacking. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what do you think is the most rewarding aspect of? Uh, working with the Maryland Leaf in particular. Did I ask you that, or did I ask you no, that last time? No, we've talked about about you know what I like about it, but the most the most rewarding thing is just the love that that we receive. You know, we write when we write a patient story, a patient of the month story. So we'll talk about um, um, somebody's upbringing and sort of their their relationship with cannabis, what led them to that. Sometimes there are, there are feel good stories about people that just have bettered their lives with smoking cannabis and sometimes there are really heartfelt stories you know we've written about Mm -hmm. two pediatric patients in the past Um, one of them was a four-year-old little girl who's got Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and her mom needs to pull her out of school to administer her her RSO and because the school won't let them get won't let the nurse give her the medicine because it's cannabis even though it's fully legal she's a pediatric cannabis patient in maryland certified (sighs) yeah so you know the the rewarding i know that didn't sound very rewarding but i was just talking no (laughs) stop the the rewarding part is is seeing the difference that it makes to people and how happy it makes certain people you know i i get phone calls probably once a month from the patient of the previous month saying thank you so much we're so happy about this you know my my family's so proud of me that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. um you know oh, for yeah. us just being that's lovely like i feel like a small guy in the industry you know what i mean there are a lot more people doing a lot bigger things than me but it's it feels good you know i don't no. think there's any amount of money or anything that could replace a feeling that that you made somebody like feel happy in Mm -hmm. their heart oh yeah dude people it's cool to be written about in a magazine and you definitely make people's day and year like i see people like frame their articles and it's really really cool um i love maryland leaf sorry guys i had to burp um if you guys have not already heard you're under a rock but um definitely check them out um but yeah we're not ending don't worry it kind of sounded like we did i'm so sorry (laughs) um i guess we can just kind of just shoot the shit because i think we got pretty much everything that i wanted in terms of normal stuff so 
let's smoke some weed right quick. You know? Let's smoke some let's weed. Let's smoke some weed right and quick. And tell me what you're doing mm-hmm. in the industry. You know, you've, you've been sort of, like you said, industry adjacent. You know, you've worked for a weed company in the past in Maryland, but it's been quite a while, no? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it has been a while. And I guess also, I could have some new listeners from this. So I guess I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to. Um, I'm back pretty much into YouTube, into vlogging. Um, I think it's pretty fun um, doing things from a vlogging perspective. I watch a lot of vlogs. Um, so I'm going to do a bit more of that. And I'm loving this podcast thing. I'm having so much fun doing this with you. And that's pretty much what I've been up to in terms of the industry. I've been trying to get into short form content, which is super fucking annoying. And um, I'm also getting back into brands approaching me because I am posting more often. I had a real go like semi-viral it got about like six hundred thousand views so um brands have been reaching back out to me and it's been frustrating because um a pretty large brand in maryland i will not say who recently approached me not once but twice and did not offer me a dime and Mm. hit me with the whole like you know oh our budget is super slim like okay yeah so that's been kind of annoying but outside of that i have been really enjoying coming back into content creation now that i have some stability with um the smoothie thing, my smoothie TikTok. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. So that, was that the one that blew up or was or all of those ones blew um, up? So okay. every one pretty much blows up. Obviously, ads don't blow up all the time, but mine still do. A lot of my ads get like a million views. So people definitely um, are coming to me and that's pretty much what I've been doing. And it isn't like a financial thing. That's a lie. It definitely is a financial thing, but it's not in the sense that um, you're just kind of just like looking for your work to be rewarded in some sort of avenue and when every social media channel only has like less than 10,000 you know subscribers or whatever the fuck um it's kind of difficult continuing to make content and not seeing anything from it it's very exhausting but when you have something else where you're like well my smoothie account has like fucking 350,000 followers like who gives a fuck so like yeah it definitely is easier to come back to content with a new perspective but also um of course doing content to talk about the podcast right yeah duh is is most of your youtube stuff weed content right oh everything is weed content so that shit's getting Mm -hmm. filtered out exactly they don't don't want that to do well on Mm -hmm. youtube even people that post like alcohol you know videos of that have drinking or heavy drinking in them get like banned out and you know we've been banned on on social media's uh advertising platform you know on, on instagram since like month two a month too. Yeah, I yeah. Like this. I used to promote the covers in our first two months. You know, pay like ten bucks to promote a cover for a day, mm-hmm. and the covers had cannabis images on them sometimes, or even cannabis leaves on them. And after two months, um, after two months, they just went ahead and banned our full advertising and. <sighs> Yeah, they didn't let us do it at all anymore, which is fine because after a couple months, we started getting the same amount of likes on posts and, mm-hmm. and interaction on posts that we were by advertising it. But it still was like, make you know, it pisses me off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much, I don't know how much it really matters to have your Instagram doing that well, given that we're a print publication and that's where we want to focus our I efforts. Mean, it's, but it's free publicity. Exactly. Exactly. It's free publicity. Um, I do feel like reels are becoming very weed friendly though, which is very interesting. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. Less of them are getting taken down. They still are taking some down. Oh, 100%. And I feel like sometimes when people go really, really viral, they risk like 
people like getting deleted or people bugging their account. Ever since I've been viral, someone has been trying to get into my account. Yep, there's always there's always hackers. I get uh, messages. They're probably saying, from like Russia or some shit. It's though, always Russia. So. It's always Russia. Yeah, for some it probably reason. isn't that big of a deal. So whatever. Yeah, <laughs> not worried about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's pretty. Well, my YouTube is all weed, and it pretty much is all weed. And now I'm pretty much posting things that are vlogs where I'm traveling a lot. You know, I travel a lot, and I just happen to be smoking a lot of weed still inside of it. But this isn't really a weed podcast. We just smoke weed so yeah we, <laughs> we're weed doing just happens to be a very large part of the side part of this podcast it does. oh yeah <laughs> definitely um and that's where all my following is from but also if it was if i had any podcast i would be talking about weed and drugs no matter what because i love weed and drugs so <laughs> let's be honest everyone loves weed and drugs just whether or not i mean to admit it yeah seriously alcohol is a drug think about it like that alcohol is very much so a drug mm-hmm. people don't think about that but it absolutely is and even just seven days of, of not drinking any alcohol at all on, on this workout thing, my, uh, you know, my brain feels clearer. I'm feeling better, and I would recommend everybody else stop drinking alcohol, too. Dude, no, seriously. Just keep smoking weed. Hold on, guys. We're, we're smoking the fuck up right now. I'm dabbing. She's ripping a bomb. Like, we're doing it right now. Do you listen to podcasts? Um, I listen to a few podcasts. I don't, I don't regularly do it. Um, so I don't know. I, I haven't listened to much really like reply all if anybody's ever heard of that is something that I've listened to in the past. Um, they just cover like sort of techie, like in-depth things and they do deep dives. Like one thing they, one thing they went into, they uh, found the call centers in India, <laughs> the scam call centers. And oh they went yeah. As far yeah. As I've to, seen like, those. Go to India. And like figure out where the call center was, no and, like, way. Contact the owners and scare the shit out of them, and uh, then they ended up getting the shit scared out of them because they realized they were in India and messing with some pretty uh, serious people. Mm, that is kind of <laughs> scary. Yeah, I'd be scared shitless. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, I definitely saw that video, and that video was fucking insane. I feel like and there's they, multiple like, of them now because people mm-hmm. love to mess with those guys. The one I saw, they like dox them in the WhatsApp or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, they'll like turn on their webcam, like the they'll turn on the scammer's webcam and mm-hmm. like tell them their name and all kinds of stuff, which is good. You know, nobody needs to get scammed. Mm-hmm. I had a friend get scammed. Uh, you know, this is on him because. You know, I don't know how you got scammed like this, but it was the BG&E fake call. No way. The BG&E, yeah. Sir, we need your credit card information. Nuh-uh. Boom, charged 1200 bucks. This was like a year ago. Um, and we always sort of, you know, he's, he's a good friend of ours, so we always kind of made fun of him for it, for, get, for getting scammed like that, because, uh, come on, let's be honest, who's falling for that at, at a young age like yeah, this? Yeah, seriously, seriously. But, Actually, about three days ago, he hit me up and said that he his bank finally gave him, gave the money him that. Back. That's real as yeah. fuck. That's real <laughs> yeah. as fuck. Um, I kind of have like another hard turn question because I'm high and having a thought. Okay. Um, so obviously, we've gone to like MJ BizCon and like all that crazy shit. What is like the craziest thing that you've seen or experienced at a cannabis event or party? Um, specifically to speak to MJ BizCon, I was, yeah, I'm I was sure. shocked, I was shocked by the amount of cocaine that was being <gasps> done there. That's what I'm going to talk about, People actually. People in the weed industry, it appears, love to do cocaine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, like, did not take part in any of that during my time in Las Vegas, and, Everybody, you know, it was all it was all new people I was meeting, so I, I don't know any of these people too. So we would like go and 
meet with people that were supposed to be high profile in cannabis companies and not gonna obviously name any names but, yeah oh, no, 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 but no. um they you know there there was there was a lot of drugs around there and we were just i was with my dad who's you know the, one of the uh co-owners of maryland leaf and uh we were just we were having we were there for business you know what i mean we wanted to meet a bunch of people 100 percent. uh i haven't seen that in maryland you know thankfully but I, yeah i really honestly haven't either i will definitely say that everyone here is all about their mushrooms and yeah. the weed i have not i mean people Coast drink thing, you know I mean, mm-hmm. if, if the people in the maryland weed industry are using other drugs than like psilocybin and, and cannabis they're not talking about it which is no way which is probably how it should be right i don't think that it needs no to it's be definitely like, an east coast thing because west coast people they get down. They get yes. They get down. They get right? down. And nothing wrong. I'm not judging them either. Mm-hmm. You know what no. I mean? If oh like yeah, no, no, no. And you got your shit together, then mm-hmm. that, like more power to you. But. Um, when I was at MJ BizCon, a guy offered me coke, and he said that there was like ether in it oh my god he was I, on some like fear and loathing in las vegas i shit, was like literally. oh me oh my i <laughs> said no though because like i don't know this strange man offered me offering me coke laced with ether yeah i don't I'm, know about that i've never tr- i've never tried ether I know, before I or just, even been offered it for that matter. exactly i know right well, i was, you can say that you have been mm, offered it. i know right that's kind <laughs> of i knew it was a big deal but i was like no i don't know who you are yeah but i mean honestly if someone offered me quaaludes, I would definitely take one. Like yeah. maybe not with them, ew. But like, <laughs> but I, I would like, buy one. I feel like quaaludes were huge during our parents growing up. I know. I'm you so know jealous. I mean? Oh my god. And they, uh, you know, we once again we've never tried them. If no. Somebody brought them around, maybe, 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 but, <laughs> maybe perhaps. But uh, they were glorified by the wolf of Wa- the wolf on Wall Street or Wolf of Wall Street. You know, you I've that never movie? seen it. So there's a you know he's a rich rich uh, scamming stockbroker on Wall Street, and he gets some quaaludes, and he eats uh, he eats four quaaludes in the in the movie, and because he's they're not working, they're like these old quaaludes, some old kind that like they weren't around anymore even then. And he eats four of them, thinking that they're not going to work, and they were delayed, uh, delayed release of the drug. And so, he drive. He thinks he drives his Lamborghini home from, uh, from the country club, but he actually crashes the shit out of it. Mm, that's funny <laughs> yeah, as shit. So, that's I funny know, as shit. They're nuts. I don't think that they're they're ever going to come back. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done DMT? Not Ariana Rogan oh over here. Oh my god, Ariana Rogan. So I I uh, I have uh, smoked DMT. And uh, it's one one of those things that is you know extremely extremely intense and um, is is meant for it's a sacred thing you know it's only meant for it's not meant for like getting fucked up you know what I mean it's meant for like a spiritual experience and if if certain people uh, want to go through that I would say that it should only be for like reasons of self improvement not to like get high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I think I might want to end things here. I actually didn't know this. We've been talking for like 40 minutes. Like Damn. that didn't feel that long at all. Okay. 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 That's perfect. That's, that's perfect. That's pretty good. Because we're definitely <laughs> going to smoke and bro down after this. And um, yeah. So thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, thank you so much for my current listeners and any new people that are listening. And I will see you all in the next podcast. Oh, Wyatt, let's, you know, the Maryland Leaf Instagram and where can you be found one final time? Yeah, check us out. Uh, at, at Maryland Leaf on Instagram, it's just one word. Uh, we've got Facebook, but Instagram's way more. We're doing way more on there. 
every dispensary in the state. Uh, look in your doctor's office when you go in there. You'll probably see us there too. If they prescribe cannabis, you'll definitely see us there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hit me up if you guys, if any companies are interested in doing some advertising. You know, we're the biggest platform to do it here in Maryland. Hell yeah. Wyatt at yep. leafmagazines.com. Get at me. One more and, time. Uh, Wyatt the, at leafmagazines.com. Get at me. You heard. <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> Mad love for having me on the pod. I'm really, really stoked to be a part of this because it's going to blow. And, okay, it's going to blow. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and be sure to follow me on Indica Wife and at Let's Chat About It Pod. Um, and yeah, if you do want to advertise, definitely a great opportunity. Um, that shit is everywhere and everyone's going to see it. And oh, are you going to be mailing out Maryland Leaf soon? Are any plans for that? Yeah, we're going to start a subscription service. So we're gonna we're trying to figure it out so that people are uh, not paying a penny over what it's costing us. We don't ever want to make money off of patients. So, you know that that's a lot of magazines' model is to make money off subscriptions. But we want to make it so that it's exactly what patients are paying is 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 what it's going to cost us. And okay. uh, just we're for the people. That's what you know. That's another reason we're for the people. All right, perfect. Okay, well we'll see you guys later. Love you guys bunches. Talk to you soon. Or so you never. Hopefully the first one. (laughs) Bye.